I sold a hundred t-shirts that said I heart Armageddon. I wasn't lying to you. I really like it. I'm having a good time. Hell? Not so much. Not so much. <laughs> Hell's not having a good time. They grumpy. They scared. They paranoid. They in that cringing, fawning fear. In that cowardliness. Ain't nobody like that around here. My spirit has never been more strengthened than today. I drove through every ghetto in Minneapolis that exists. I waved, hooted, and hollered at every gangster, drug dealer, prostitute, anything you could imagine, good, bad, ugly, mostly ugly, about as ugly as it gets north of Southside Chicago. You know, when you break someone down to their core, who they are just comes out. I'm an OG. It's true. And uh, I'm not boasting in it. It's just I love the intensity that brings out the reality of what's really in me and what I'm made of. It's not that I love war. I love the victory through warfare. Psalms 120. Big difference now. I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war. It is written. Come on. The messianic anointing of the seven spirits of God in this house. They are 
Not far, but near in the near beer. God said Gideon's 300 comes forth now in maturity. <laughs> I love the prophetic. <laughs> Don't you love the prophetic? The chariot of fire just bouncing around the mountaintops. Well, you can tell who's in the prophetic. They're the ones with all the joy right now. So I think I think we got a lot of growing to do around here. And over there and over there and with your care and with your bear. And we'll see you at the fair. Glory. Is this the show? Live from New York, it's Saturday night. That's what the Lord says. You know, New uh, Saturday Night Live is so under judgment. If you got, you guys can just all chill out and just relax, please. It would help me a lot tremendously. Everyone just rest, be seated in the heavenly places around the heavenly Sanhedrin. The more you can chill out on the Holy Ghost heroin, the more that'll help me. Trust me, I don't need any of your help for anything. This is Father God, 10,000% times 10,000%. And it's freaking hilarious. It's actually the most entertaining thing of all time. Now, if you're in the losing side and haven't transferred your vision to God the Father's vision, you might be stressed. This might be difficult for you. And there's love, there's compassion, there's gentleness. It's not about just beating people up with the prophetic, but it's all about just beating people up with the prophetic, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, he gave, you a, he gave me this witch doctor scepter <laughs> I'll tell you the story this is the scepter of Kenya from our our tribe in Nairobi I'm just messing with you because I know a lot of you demon possessed and paranoid so I'm gonna get that out of you <laughs> yeah oh, I knew it was a witch doctor <laughs> Akuna Matata bro I love it man Every single gangster, drug addict, person, street person around town was hooting and hollering. It was like revival on the streets in the cherry to fire today. I didn't even see negativity. You know why? Because I didn't even see Christianity. That's the truth. That's the truth. We're going to the non-Christians and they're the happiest they've ever been right now. It's like freedom out there on the streets. Now the Christians, they're struggling. Why? Because they got the present darkness in their head and they're completely freaking dead <laughs> and they ain't even in the light you'd be better off having never gone into christianity than getting into christianity in your brain because now you're in the antichrist and the end time sucks for you because you're on the losing side <laughs> now you just need to repent return to your spirit which most religious people can't do because it costs you everything you think you know about god hello nimrod <laughs> And so they'd be partying in the streets in Minneapolis today. It was the most joy I'd ever seen in expressions in people's countenances, countenances in my entire life. <laughs> Called the Good Report. Anybody in the good news out there? <laughs> Don't be so harsh, brother. We struggling in Armageddon. Not heart Armageddon. Armageddon just means the end of the devil. It just reveals who's been in the devil anyhow. Apocalypse just means the revealing of Jesus Christ. It just reveals who's been in Satan and who's been in Jesus. That's why the more judgment 
the more sun of righteousness, the more fire, everything gets revealed. Not everyone has the stomach for Mount Carmel. So just sit back, relax, and watch it on the internet. Get out your peace pipe of the prophets. You ain't even called to be on the stage. You don't need to be. You just need to enjoy the peace pipe of the prophets. Come on now. What demon told you you need to perform to get anything done? That ain't the get her done anointing. The get her done anointing is enjoying God. It's true. You, know, you read the book of Acts? Who did everything? Acts of the Apostles. That's the name of the book, 28 chapters. <laughs> no truth anyhow. Get with it, man. Everyone else, they sat in their houses and enjoyed the glory, fellowshiped, eating one another, going house to house, breaking bread, and talking about the doctrines of the apostles. That's what the Bible says. Come on! We need real Christianity. Look at those birds right there. That's the Canadian goose. Immigrants. Look at that. Immigration right there. They just cross those borders like they don't even exist, man. <laughs> they didn't even have their COVID-19 papers. <laughs> So this ain't the witch doctor stuff, this is the scepter of Kenya, but for the paranoid schizophrenics watching in the audience, I know not present here. That's why our numbers are way down locally. It's all good, maybe you get delivered. Just watch on the internet, as long as you got that peace pipe of the prophet going, with no alcohol, Joel's army, no alcohol, no marijuana, and God will work the lust out of you too, because I know that's why a lot of people ain't coming anymore. You can't joke a joker. I already seen it all. It's like trying to fool Solomon about some kind of thing. It's like, seriously? I already got everything in the whole planetary solar system. Don't lie to me now. I know what you're doing. I see in secret. The Bible says the prophet sees what goes on in the bedroom. That's what the Bible says. A real prophet knows what goes on in the bedroom. And they say, oh, how dare you bring the great white eagle into my marriage sex bed. No, I didn't. I didn't. Jesus Christ did, and it's written in scripture. You're just demon possessed with religion. Truth is, most of you had never had revival in your marriages, and you got some kind of ideology of what it should look like, which is a demon from hell. And you need to get married in heaven because you have an illegitimate marriage in the realm of the dead that God don't even honor. God don't honor the dead. He's the God of the living and not the dead. They were doing all the traditions, all of the religious, religious rituals in the days of Jesus Christ, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Jesus didn't go to any of them or participate with any of them, and he's God, maker of heaven and earth. Hello? You read the word? He didn't go to any of them. He said, I ain't going to any of that crap. He said, let the dead bury the dead. He said, all the dumb stuff you do be like the days of Noah, given and taken in marriage. Now, if you're married in heaven, that's different because you're in the glory, accountable to the spirit of glory, and you're actually a friend of God. But if you're not in the light, you're in darkness, and everything in your stinking life 
is a whoring lie from Satan. And I still love you. And I'm not mad at you. I'm glad at you. It's just, when you press someone like me that grew up in Vietnam, they grew up around continuous death, continuous murder, continuous cocaine, continuous mafia and cartel. And you press somebody like me, every button I have left, my spirit's gonna come out in a spirit of a champion because you tested me. It's not my fault, it's my testimony of what I've gone through in life. I was raised in hell. None of, you know, I tried to go into the fake heaven of the Christians. I did. I tried to do it their way. Like Apostle Paul. I go to all the Jews for 28 chapters of Acts. All I do is stone me, spit on me, arrest me, call me a heretic, beat me, do everything wrongly. You know, you read the Bible? You read the Bible? That's what they did. That's how they act. You try to do that, y'all. Is this too intense for me? You can see some of you, some of you getting stressed out a little. There you go. My face is on fire. I feel the sun of righteousness coming out with fire in its beams. I'm just going to hold this witch doctor step. When I came over to Minneapolis as an inner city missionary commissioned by the audible voice of God, he said, you're going to wrestle the principality of crack cocaine and the cocaine epidemic. And that principality, he showed me a witch doctor and he said, the name is Babalu. And I took it down. Crack cocaine went down 44% in my neighborhood, Hawthorne, North Minneapolis, the first year as an inner city missionary. What did you do, couch potato? Just judge me. I haven't done nothing. Just critical spirit out there in internet land. That's why most of these cowards don't have the stomach for Mount Carmel because they ain't done nothing yet. And it's not condemnation. It just means there's no maturation because you haven't had a saturation. The training in righteousness. I ain't boasting in me. This is God. Christ in you. Boast in the cross. What did the Holy Ghost in the book of Acts do through men and women? Hello? What are your chapters? We're gonna get some chapters for you through what you go through in the 222. So you don't have to be blue because you know God the Father. He's about to follow through you. Amen. Hallelujah. It's intense out there. When you hang out with people with guns every day, the killer, killers, you know, you get a certain way. And you got so many fakes and posers. I've been called a wigger 10,000 times on the internet. I don't even care. I don't even care. I actually like that. That's like, you know, that's, I think it's funny. That entertains me. You don't know me. You don't live in my neighborhood. You don't have my history. You're so clueless, I let you judge. You have an opportunity to sit there on the internet and judge. Some of you come in here and judge. You can tell the ones that judged unrighteously, where'd they go? I don't even know. None of them check in anymore. They might be in that RLM recovery group. <laughs> Oh, 
The Holy Ghost hurt my feelings. He said that the, the goat had to die. Oh, man. <laughs> that son of yours pouring all your money, Lord Jesus, in the kingdom with Rolexes and gold chains, and you throw a party for him, and I never even got one gold ring with me and my friends. Kill that jealousy principality out there in the name of Jesus. These people are so demon-possessed, it's silly. I'll deal with a demon-possessed idiot all day long. <laughs> you should have seen it in Teen Challenge. We had delivered sessions two and a half hours a day for me for three months, because I really was the worst. After that, it was every other person for 22 months, and I was the deliverer with the staff and an intern. And instead of going on staff and being a pastor there, which they could have easily done, because I was their poster child, raised millions for Minnesota Teen Challenge. Ask Rich Sherber about it, he'll tell you. God said you're going to Bible college. <laughs> In the AG. You know what? I got to drive through North Central University today. They told me if I ever stepped foot back on campus, I'd be immediately arrested. Same exact words of Satan when I got expelled from Whitefish, Montana High School for an English paper in a AP English class because I had a 4.0 Genie Letterman in academics in high school. I was in AP English. I got expelled from Whitefish High School for an English paper. Have you ever in your life heard of something so crazy? That happened. You know why I got expelled from the exact same words of the devil in high school as it was in college. In college, after I'd already graduated, people think you got a, I expelled from college. No, I graduated with a 3.4 GPA. I have a BS. It's true. I have it in storage. I was going to burn it, but you know, I'll keep it in here. You have a book burning contest like that. Any of that matters. I know it matters to people involved in BS. We ain't in the BS. Bachelor in science. We into those uneducated fishermen from Galilee. In the name of Jesus. I feel the fire of God tonight. Glory. Oh. You know, I enjoy watching people squirm under the pressure of the demon. Because you need to have a little battle. A lot of you just all talk with no walk. You can talk a good game on the internet, you know, and then you run into Mike Tyson and he just punches your nose through the back of your brain. And he goes to prison for two years. Can't, can't hide behind the internet. I mean, that's how these cowards are. They Most of them think that meat comes from... The grocery store. We don't kill animals. Meat comes from the grocery store. It's looking pretty good. The deer, they interviewed some of the deer for hunting season coming up. And the deer of the morning star, you know, it's uh, the Davidic anointing in Psalms. The deer of the morning. And the deer was like, it's looking pretty good because all the hunters are getting old. <laughs> and millennials believe that meat comes from the supermarket. <laughs> I can't even go there, man. I'm getting too high. Oh. That's what he recommended, though. He said, Brandon, the higher and drunker you can get with your Gideon's 300 right now, the easier this apocalypse and Armageddon to be. 
The realm of dead ink and it touches the judgment towards the enemies of Christ. I love Mount Carmel. Always have. I love the confrontation with the black magic warlock. I used to be one. I love this stuff. I love confronting the sorcerer Babylon the Great. The Kabbalah of the Cabal. How many of y'all know, live from New York on Saturday night, is the confrontation with the Kabbalah of the Cabal. Do you guys know what Kabbalah is? Light magic, sorcery, luciferianism, secret societies, Freemasonry daughters and the Eastern Star, Job's daughters, the secret satanic cult, the death cult that's been running the FBI, CIA, and the USA and all first world nations since it was introduced from the imperialism of England. Under in, from a London dungeon. Anybody know what's going on in the world? Okay. It's not the deep secrets of Satan anymore. Mystery Babylon, not so mysterious anymore. It's a satanic death cult of Kabbalah in a cabal who have a covenant with their own fallen angels. Just like we have a covenant with our holy angels, Sophia and Michael the Archangel are my two main angels. That's why we go through so much war. He entrusts me with the worst battles because that's what I am. I'm the worst warrior. I just the worst of the worst. Just scandalous. We're in the the whole necklace of ears in Vietnam during the Tet Offensive. You know, and they try to bring murder charges against you during the Tet Offensive. Murder in Vietnam was like flicking a booger. I mean, yeah, it's a big deal for you guys because you. But I'm telling you, that's how it really is. And I want to be gentle and kind because I know you're warriors in training. Some of you already are mighty. Most of you aren't. Most of you just haven't battled anything. You barely get out of your house. You try to confront the crack dealer with the Glock 9 on the corner. You get a bullet through the back of your brain because you're not a real Christian yet. I mean, really. We just hide behind our white picket fences. We got no favor with the realm of the dead. Jesus grew in favor with all men. Who would he have favor with? Sinners. Prostitutes. Thugs, criminals, does he know who these people are? Pharisee said. <laughs> Hello? He had favor with Barabbas. He had favor with the thieves on the cross. I mean, what is the real living God like? Do we even have Christianity in the USA? Do we? Barely. Barely. But like Mike Bickle said, the entire expression of Christianity shall be changed in one generation. And that shall come to pass. That's a true word of prophecy. <laughs> he was discipled by Bob Jones, my spiritual grandpa, for a decade before Bob just left. <laughs> Down here. And it wasn't good. It wasn't good either. The direction of IHOP, Bob did not approve of it. Got total strange fire. Truth in hell. <laughs> Yeah, you know both my grandpa's names are Bob. In the natural, Grandpa Bob, he's 101 years old. I had, a gra I had breakfast with him this morning. World War II veteran. He was a fighter pilot in World War II in the Pacific. He dropped so many bombs, you can't even imagine how many bombs he dropped. This dude was, was a bad dude. A really good dude and a really bad dude. My other grandpa was a colonel in the army that was in Korea and in World War II, and my dad was a, a squad leader and a forward observer in the Marine Corps in Vietnam in 1966, and then he was MC police, arresting draft dodgers 
in New York in the East Coast when he came back to finish his tour. They wouldn't send him back a second time, so he finished his time in the Marine Corps arresting draft dodgers as MC police. Marine Corps police. Oh, man. He said he would tell me stories about walking down the streets of Queens and Brooklyn and, and New York City. <laughs> you know, it was MC police, so, you know, they're carrying. And they're getting draft dodgers, and it's like, you know, it's pretty intense back then in Harlem and Queens and in New York City. And he said that was the hardest part of the job as MC police was draft dodgers in NYC. You can only imagine. Because <laughs> they had guns too. <laughs> Amen. Well, that's a different subject. Anyhow, the training for raining has been exquisite, and I'm very thankful. This pressure of this season has been wonderful for me. It's, it's stripped me down. We lost 50% of all of our money to the devil, but it'll be restored. The Lord said, I'll give you double for your trouble. I'll give you double for your trouble. It was all unjust, just like they killed Jesus who never sinned. I'll give you double for your trouble. I'll restore all things. Because if it wasn't for the persecution and the attack of the strange fire on this Mount Carmel, there's no way I could be established as an apostle of the Lamb in the sun. In the sun. This was a son of righteousness, apostolic suffering. This is why the apostles suffer so much. Because you are taking back the luminaries and the light of the world through Enochian wisdom that's being imparted into a people that bit under fallen angel oppression. And you're rising up and taking it all back. We went into the enemy's camp and we took back what he stole from us. Do you even know what he stole from you? He stole the sun from you. He stole the moon from you. He stole the sky from you. He stole your DNA from you, your blood. We think it's just some religious dumb thing. It's not that. He stole the light of this planet, which is the sun in the sky. That's all he stole from you, and that's all you need back to have everlasting life in your flesh. And we're going to help you get it because it's a spiritual science. It's a spiritual science. The problem with Christians, we love Christians, we're Christians, but the problem with Christians is that they're Gnostic. <laughs> Spiritual good, natural bad. So therefore, you don't do anything in the natural and you just have some spiritual inside you and just let the devil still rule the world. It's the exact opposite. Go and make disciples of all nations where nations there is DNA, which is the natural realm, baptizing them in the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. How do you baptize DNA in nations? You can only do that with light, sound, energy, preaching, demonstrations of God's kingdom and power and authority. And these men turn the world upside down and were called what? Renegades of funk. Yeah. In a fantastic voyage. Because it ain't a serious thing. Jesus already has the victory. I just enjoy voicing it this way through my glorified personality. You can do it your own unique way. And I'd enjoy that today. In every way. In the greater glory. Amen. Don't be me. Be you. Be you. Don't be me. Be you. And be thorough, through and through, 
and how God created you. One of the accusers of the brethren Down syndrome sins that we dealt with over the years is that Brandon just creating copycats of more Brandons. Listen, when you're an infant in Christ, like newborn babes, crave pure spiritual milk, Ephesians 5.1, imitate your father and also follow me as I follow Christ. That's only for a time while you're in nursery. That's going to happen no matter what prophet and apostle you follow. Get a freaking life, you demon-possessed antichrist. Get a life. You're with a mother hen because you're being raised by a mother hen. Guess what? She's going to come to a place where she says, You've been eating enough out of my mouth. I'm going to kick you in the butt. You're going to go out there and kick butt and build up the kingdom of kick butt. Amen? That's how it works. Is this real enough for you guys? Or do you need Laodicean lukewarm? Revelation 3, false Christianity. Come on, we've been pioneering this for over a decade now, and we still got mostly only persecution, misunderstanding, and people following the Antichrist against Christ. Hello? Hello? And it's not my fault. I'm only just a prophet, a voice for God the Father. It's not my fault. It's your fault. It is. It's the coward's fault. It's the fault of sin when you won't go within. Don't blame the messenger. Blame yourself. Blame your own heart and mind for shrinking back by the intimidation of the religious spirit of the devil and your culture and the worldliness. I didn't do any of this to you. I spoke faithfully the word of God. He told me today, you did perfect, Brandon. This was a sign and wonder. I shared it on Facebook in the group if you're still there. If you're still around after Armageddon. The signs and wonders confirm every last detail of Red Letter Ministry. But not you. Because they have strange fire. Mount Carmel gets the strange fire first. And I'm not, I'm not even going there today. I'm not even going there today. But you know what God the Father said? I let the false prophets go first, and they bring the strange fire. Strange fire. Dead works. They bring all that wandering star sorcery garbage. They bring the arson. They bring all the criminal activity. The shady, false, lying, deceiving signs and wonders. There was gold dust all over my mom's hat this morning at breakfast. We come with the real signs and wonders from the third heaven. They come with the lying, deceiving signs and wonders from the second heaven. They're the ones cutting themselves trying to help God. Because their God is a demon. Their God is Satan. Truth anyhow. Our God is the Holy Ghost, and He backs us up. That's what's up. Amen. I'm going to make spiritual gangsters out of you yet. Some of you just too white. Not white like glory, like the pale horse of Revelation 6. That's my culture. We need to dash your culture to pieces like pottery. You need to go on an M&M fast. And yellow wolf. And only listen to rap music for the next three months. I don't like rap 
That's why you need to do it. That's why you need to be better for most of you than fasting and praying and whatever you've been doing and not getting transfigured. Amen. Go against religion is the only fast the Bible teaches. But you rarely find a spiritual Christian ever doing that. They fast to grow in the religious spirit. I've been around people fasting to grow in the religious devil. They grew so much in the religious devil, they literally died at the end of their fast. Satan, their God, just took them home and said, well, well done, good and faithful servant. I've prepared a place in hell for you. There's a lot of pastors in hell. There's a lot of Christians in hell. You know, they, these false Christians in public ministry as a prophet for the last 16 years, they say, I hate to be you on Judgment Day. That's what they always said in the older videos. When this religious spirit would respond to the prophetic anointing, the wild Ezekiel mantle that I walk in and just the shock prophetics and all that, they'd say, I hate to be you on Judgment. They would be their, their own judgment because their God is a demon inside them. They have no faith. They can't call down anything from the, from the sky. They're not even Balaam's sons of Beor. They don't even have lying signs and wonders. They just got some little sick, demented peon demon in their brain writing mean words on the internet. That's all they do. They're just trolling on the internet. Well, we're out here causing revival in the hood. I've been an inner city missionary since 2006 on the streets in the hardest parts of Minneapolis, full-time missions every day. The only break I had from constant death and murder was in 2020 when God upgraded me to the penthouse and then COVID-19 broke out and I was in isolation the whole planet for like two years. Hello? Anybody need a reminder? I haven't had a break from the battlefield in my entire 41 years until the penthouse. How about y'all? Most of you haven't even been in the battle the whole time. I'd like to welcome you to the vanguard so that you can get that regalia. You don't get any upgrades by being in church and practicing church Christianity. That's false Christianity. God has never dwelt in any building made by human hands. Acts 7.48, it is written. And then what did the church do? The synagogue system, which is the modern church, the Sanhedrin, the earthly authority of the earthly Christian, killed Stephen with a glowing face when he was telling the truth from love from the Father's throne. And that's the exact same thing you people are doing to the prophets right now. You are the murderers of the prophets. That's true. And if it's not you, duck and let it hit Satan behind you. Get behind me, Satan. Amen. <laughs> Otherwise, it is you. Because I know the devil is the biggest fan of Joel's bar. That's how he reacts to everything we do. I never react to him. He reacts to me. Have you noticed that the last 20 years? I've never been reactionary to one thing of the enemy. Not once, ever in my prophetic career. Because I'm not a false prophet. I'm a real prophet. They're reactionary to me. You watch it every single time. Go through the videos, check the newspapers, check the timelines, and check and see if it's all true. You'll see it's all true. I hope you just test 
the prophet and believe the prophet to get a prophet's reward, which is the deepest desires of your heart coming about by the power of the Holy Ghost. And the power of the Holy Ghost, we thought, was just, oh, this little gentle bird that I can keep in the little cage of my theology and my brain. That ain't the Holy Ghost. That's the demon spirit of hell. The Holy Ghost came down from the sun with tongues of fire. Was it spiritual fire? Yes. Was it natural fire? Oh, you better believe it. They spoke in the tongues of nations. The word nations there is natural fire. That's a realm of Pentecost that the assemblies of God, that the church of God in Christ and Pentecostals have never known before in the history of the world. You never knew any of that. It was also the conquering of the sun. If you read Revelation, the Bible says that the overcomer stands on the moon and is clothed in the sun. And that's where we're at today. Revelation 4 in your Bibles. If you turn there, in the Takarda, if you can figure it out, it's like, man, it turn that into freaking Labyrinth of David Bowie around here. The Goblin King running a Takarda app or something. Can't even play my spa music anymore in the background. The story behind this is a redemption of Babalu. This is the scepter of Kenya. Enemy, oh. Isn't the enemy just stupid? Can we call the enemy stupid right now? Just say the enemy's stupid. That's what it says in Galatians chapter 3. Before we go to Revelation 4, let's get into some name calling. Y'all too sensitive. Need to toughen you up a little bit. Good soldiers. Galatians 3.1 Oh, you poor and silly and thoughtless, unreflecting, and senseless Americans. <laughs> now, only someone who loves you is going to tell you the truth. You know I love you. You know I care that I only train dread champions. Dread champion means one who inspires reverential fear and awe in real people's hearts, in killers' hearts, in mafia hearts. Not your little church fake hearts. Real hearts, thug hearts, non-believers hearts. Otherwise, you're a fake Christian. A dread champion inspires reverential fear and awe of the living God. And he shall delight in the fear of the Lord. Isaiah 11, 1, he will, a little child shall lead them. Who do you, who do you lead? Galilean fishermen, couple prostitutes, or whatever. People you had to cast demons out, that's controversial. Let us put that doctrine on the table, because I don't have that revelation, and I ain't judging. But I tell you what, he led thugs, criminals, King David. You know King David? Do you have an intimate relationship with King David, brother? Have you asked King David into your heart? Oh, the kingdom of heaven is not inside you. So King David's not inside you. He's outside you. You're bewitched in the church of Satan right now already. Right? Well, that's what the Bible says. We got two people on the planet to understand. And it's the bride and the bridegroom. And there might be a billion in there, but, you know, we grow in the seven spirits of God. We're not interested in patty cake. I need dread champions in this hour, declares the Lord. I need champions 
of grace and faith outside the four walls of all the fake Laodicean church age garbage that's made people castrated to confront the Luciferian satanic death cult in real ways and spiritual power taking the son of righteousness. I need a Nokian wise men from the east that follow the stars. You know, Miss Piggy, representing the whore of Babylon, the false bride, and a round tree, heaven wins the bride. Read all about it. Read all about it. Some of these people gotta stay hidden because you'd probably kill them if they ever showed up. It's easy to love the prophets when they're dead, right? That's what the Pharisees did. But when I'm live from the beehive in the thrive of the jive, you got a problem. Because I'm here confronting you all up in your grill. And it's a thrill. And I'm in a big chill. I'm not stressed at all. I like this stuff. I'm totally at rest in maximum mortal combat. Shryukin. Tiger uppercut. Finish him. Babality. We're having a babality. And a fatality as well. And like, our legal team said that's why Pushpay canceled us because I'm too violent. <laughs> it's against their policy. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. I think God's got something better. And I'm not going to tell you about it. I'm going to keep it secret and hidden. Some of you are demons. <laughs> Live from New York, it's Saturday night. They can't even find actors for Saturday Night Live because there's so much judgment from the sun of righteousness right now in New York state of mind. Wow! Queensbridge. <laughs> New York state of mind. Queensbridge. Make a, make a grown apostle cry. I love New York, New York I love. God spoke to me about New York all day today. Oh, buddy. Not upstate New York, sorry, Mennonites. New York City, Queensbridge. Not even Brooklyn with the hipsters, too. Y'all you can, can get stuffed. Talking about Queensbridge. Not to be confused with Brooklyn Bridge. What do you know about Queensbridge, white boy? I'll tell you what. A lot more than you'd think. A lot more than you'd think. I remember walking down the streets of Manhattan while I was still in Bible college. I was into Hoke Couture and all Italian Dolce & Gabbana during that time. Because God had blessed me big time just like he did in ministry. In Bible college, I had a full ride Bible college, and the the VA was like, since your dad was, went through hell and nearly died four thousand times, we're gonna pay for everything and give you like ten thousand dollars a month to spend on anything you want. 
You know that? And then, and then I had the Assemblies of God give me a full-ride scholarship because I raised millions for the Minnesota Teen Challenge. For, I mean, I was balling in college. Nobody had more money, nobody had nicer clothes, and nobody had a more expensive car. I drove an $80,000 car during Bible college. Everybody hated me, was jealous of me, or they were friends. Same exact scenario as today. Truth in you. That's just the calling on my life as sun god. Little G. I'm okay to be a little G. I'll let Jesus be the big G. He's humbled me lately. I'm more humble than ever. I'm the most humble person in the world. <laughs> That's Moses. Now I'm quoting scripture. I just messing with you guys. I, I like it. I'm having fun. Listen, I was so encouraged because, you know, I've been testing my gospel on a street level since I was born again around murderers. I was born around, born again in Minnesota Teen Challenge, and I was bunked up with people detoxing from heroin for two weeks with the shakes. I was bunked up with 250 pound killers, and this ain't jail, this ain't prison. This is adjudicated now. Adjudicated means you're court ordered. And these were, these were jumped in, some of them OGs, from real gangs, real killers. And you can tell by the eyes. I'm just like, this person killed someone. And I'm just this little white boy, like Eminem in Detroit. No, I won't even say that. Way weaker than Eminem. I was, I was only 140 pounds. Looked like I'd been starving to death or something. Like I just came back from the jungle. I've been sweating out, lost all my water weight. It wasn't that bad. I was actually kind of buff from <laughs> from high school football. My dad had me on creatine and androstein, so I was actually pretty ripped. But not like these dudes. No, I wasn't prison ripped. These 250-pound black men gangsters were straight-up killers. And one of them got in my face because he demon-possessed. He's adjudicated, and he says, I am going to effing kill you. And I knew he, what was in him could easily. He didn't care. I am going to kill you. I'm 18 years old. He's, he's got 110 pounds on me, guys. I mean, he could have broke my neck with a flick of his finger if the Holy Ghost would allowed him to. But I was invincible back then. You know what I said to him? This is a true story. This is in the food line when I'm like four months old in the Lord, already bold as a lion, already saved and delivered from demons and baptized in the Holy Ghost. And this demon-possessed thug, he said, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to effing kill you. You know, there's no security. The doors are open when you're sleeping at night and you're around all kinds of killers. And I was locked up for 22 months in Minnesota Teen Challenge. Okay, this is the real deal. This is real life and death. I looked him straight in the eyes. I said, I'm not scared of you. When I did that, he started crying. He went into counseling. The Holy Ghost hit him. And they put him on a word fast where he couldn't talk for seven days. It's exactly what happened. And we became friends afterwards. If you don't back down to the demon, that soul might get set free. It ain't always as bad as Saul. 
It's not always worst case scenario. This is a person probably his dad beat the crap out of him when he was a kid. You know how bad it is? My mom was a substitute teacher in North Minneapolis for kindergartners. Okay? She said, you can't teach them, Brandon. They fight eight hours a day. You understand that? No, you don't, because you're not even here. You're on the internet judging like cowards. Come on now. Do you understand hell? You understand the, the ghetto? You understand how bad it is out here? I've had cops arrest me when I was a little gangbanger in South Lake Tahoe, because I used to gangbang with uh, mind bogglers. <laughs> from Long Beach. It's true. I was in the newspaper once for uh, vandalizing a school, did $60,000 of graffiti damage and made, made the headlines of South Lake Tahoe newspaper. That was like, I was proud. That was like when I was 15. With the mind bogglers. When the cops arrested me for some other crazy stuff I was doing because I was a crazy drug addict. They, they said, we're going to lock you in a, cha a, a cage and sodomize you until you bleed to death. That's what the cops told me. You understand police brutality? I am a victim of police brutality. But I don't play the victim card up here. You don't see me feeling bad for myself. That's why people persecute me, because I'm so freaking healed. If there's a victim, I could get, play the victim. They, all kinds of horrible stuff. I was kidnapped twice. My face was on milk carton boxes twice. I watched my dad be arrested by the FBI twice, do two and a half years, just because he wanted to have a relationship with me. Hello? Because my mom had a better lawyer than my dad and won the custody battle. My mom said to my dad, you'll never see your son again. I said, but I want to live with my dad. My sister wanted to live with my mom. Well, it didn't work out so well, but God worked it out so well. We went and got a motor home and ran away and lived in Anchorage, Alaska, lived in 24 states before I was 18, running from the FBI. That's how I lived so many places in North America. That's the backstory. Now you know. <laughs> when they finally popped him, they put me into junior first grade in Waite Park, Minnesota, when I was six years old. And so I grew up getting gifts from prison. And my best friend... <laughs> Brian Barthrop. I mean, the best demonstration of agape, unconditional love I've ever seen that was willing to do two and a half years of prison just to have a relationship with me because the legal system said you never see your son again. So from I'm six to nine years old, I just get prison gifts. And as soon as I was old enough to make a decision, I moved out, you know, said, F you, mom. And you destroyed my dad. You're just such a B-I-T-C-H. I wasn't a Christian, so forgive me. And uh, I live with my dad, and then we lived all over the place again, and the good times rolled. <laughs> and God blessed him for it, too, after he served his time. He gave him a brand new Porsche Cherry Red 930 Turbo with a whale fin. So I'm, as a little kid, I'm getting dropped off at school in literally one of the nicest cars in the universe. So don't feel bad for us. If you suffer for righteousness, God rewards you. And we know a little something about that. Maybe not as much as people in the Bible. You know, it's fine push pay suffering from a bunch of cowards just in, in their 
like their Idaho, Washington, you know, they run this thing from New Zealand and their white picket fence. They don't even live real Christianity. <laughs> this is real Christianity. I, I forgive them. I forgive push pay. I forgive all of them and all of my accusers. I understand where you're coming from. If I were you, I'd be jealous of me too. <laughs> I would. And then I'd sin and probably murder me and then get born again and not be jealous anymore and become a dread champion like everyone in the room. Because that's just how it is. The human nature is just a piece of crap. And you have to deal with it. You have to be real. You have to confront it. There's no backing down. And then the real comes forth through the suffering. And that's what's coming forth now through what we've gone through in the real deal for about 23 years. This uh, October 15th, 1999 is my born again birthday. I'm 23 in the spirit. I'm just a 23 year old kid. I'm just a little kid, guys. I ain't an adult yet. God doesn't even consider me a, an adult. He doesn't consider me a spiritual adult. He considers me a man child, a son, a little holy child. I'm only 23 in the Lord. So what does that say about y'all? <laughs> Practically in utero, swimming around in mommy's bodily fluid out there. <laughs> like sperm out there. It's like sperm and egg Christianity. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know some of you are in your teens. I, no, listen. Some of you prophets out there and apostles out there, I know who you are. Trust me, I feel you. I'm very sensitive to real Christians. A lot of you fake, a lot of you real. And that's fine. How are the goats going to know they're goats until you kill the goat? Which is their whole soulish, carnal, Laodicean, false, earthly Christian buildings made by human hands, Laodicean, church age culture of BS. You know, Bobby Connor, he still works within the church because that's his mission and assignment. He's doing a great job. One of the greatest prophets of all time. He says, but I don't care about rocking the boat. I'm here to flip the motherfucker over. And fuck you too. And the fucking pale horse you rode in on, bitch. Amen. And that's, that's my abonics coming out. So please have mercy on my culture. I'm not as good as you. I'm dealing with a New York state of mind. It's about to get real. We're not going to the Christians. We're going to the Gentiles. This is Acts 29. Breakfast with seven family members, just like Jesus. Remember, he had Jude and James that thought he was a false prophet. Then after he died, they became the apostles of Jerusalem. And they both have books in the Bible. Half-brothers of Jesus Christ had the same mom, came out of the same womb. James and Jude, apostles of the Lamb. Okay? Now, I'm at a place of my apostolic maturity, by the grace of the Lord Jesus, where my own family is coming into that same place. Next Saturday, my brother-in-law is going to be on Joel's bar as a guest speaker. He's a... He's been working at Hazeltine. He's got a master's degree. I think he's even got his doctorate. He's written all kinds of books and textbooks. And he's, a, he's incredibly intelligent. My, it's my sister Ashley's husband. His name's Joe. And uh, he's going to be a guest speaker next Saturday at Joel's Bar. God did it. God said, you need to open this thing up to non-Christians. You're just getting persecuted because you're throwing your nets on the wrong side of the boat. Yes, yeah, starboard glory. 
like uh, it was the sweetest, most wonderful time of refreshment in my entire life. Breakfast this morning with my flesh and blood family. But this Christian family is like a piece of shit. Like a piece of shit to me. It's just god awful what I have to deal with. It's it's fucking horrible. You can't even understand how much they hate me and they slander me. They're photoshopping pornography now with my face on it and Rebecca's face on it and spreading it around the internet. That's how intense the hatred is from so-called Christians, guys. Christians. The pagans don't even do shit that evil. You know what I mean? This is what I'm dealing with out here. It is a mess. That's why we're done with these Christians. Because it's not Christianity. It's the house of every unclean spirit. That's the whore of Babylon. We're done. Now we're going to the Gentiles. We're going to the non-Christians. It's the, that language of Acts 28, if you put it into 2022, we're going to the unbelievers. Whatever your buildings made by human hands have called them in your religious Christian hatred and your bigotry and your idolatry. Whatever you've labeled them, they're the ones entering the kingdom and you're not. Truth anyhow. Truth anyhow. And then you'll have great awakening. And that's exactly how it's going down. Without a clown or a frown. And it's gonna be good in this town. You know why Minneapolis is the most irreligious motherfucker? In the U.S. goddamn essay. Holly fucking Luya. <laughs> and fuck you. Amen. <laughs> gonna just get the last few pieces of shit out of this ministry. They're just gonna later betray us anyhow. Amen. Glory to God. It's gonna be good. I had so much sweet fellowship with my family this morning. It's like, this is the stage of real spirituality, son of righteousness, real... Cr it, is a, it is a physical spirituality instead of this Gnostic BS that you have in your heres heresy, dogmatic BS where everyone's wrong except your little building. You're in the cult. We're out here. I'm out here in the hood. I had 5,000 people rooting me on today and waving, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like chanting in their spirit, let's go, Brandon. God is not inside your earthly Christianity. He's out here, outside of man's belief systems, in the freedom of the Son of Righteousness, and He's going to open it up for everyone. And you know who's not going to go in? You Christians. You're not going into the kingdom. You're following the Antichrist already. And unless you repent, you'll have the same suffering of the demons you've been serving your whole deceived lives, says the Lord. Test that word. Take that word to the star bank. To the bank of the sun of the stars of all the wealth transfer of Egypt that shall come into Zion now in these days. But you will have no inheritance because you've never practiced righteousness. You have hated righteousness and loved religion wickedness. Therefore, God, your false God has anointed you with witchcraft and sorcery like Balaam son of Beor. 
pure, who love the wages of wickedness. <laughs> Truth or not, Jude and James time, I got that brother next Saturday. And he's going to be right here speaking. And he's mighty. I didn't even know today he had agape tattooed on him. And he had love tattooed on his left hand. I have agape tattooed. That was my first tattoo in 2006. Serendipity. And Bobby was the name in there too. Bobby. Serendipity. No. They call that the prophetic. That's the prophetic. I I mean, I almost started crying at the breakfast table. I was like, where have you been my whole life? (laughs) I know, man, it's awesome. You know, the best is yet to come. We just had to, like, the Apostle Paul, which is my job as chief transgressor, I mean chief apostle, my job as chief apostle is to finish the church age. Acts 28. To bring it to the unbelievers. And right now, that is happening. That shift has already happened. It's already happened. It's already begun. That's what we've been going through this last month. That's what it was all about. That's what Armageddon was. I heart Armageddon. I love the apocalypse too. It's wonderful through and through. And I'll never be blue. Because God follows through. In me and you. And we're going to be a buckaroo. Good to see everybody on that Holy Ghost heroin tonight. Y'all look like you've been drinking. <laughs> what did you put in this meat, brother? I don't know. It's uh, It ain't the quail of the wilderness anymore, I'll tell you that. My other brother, this is my... I won't, I'm not going to name names, but they'll be coming forth like Jude and James in the future. <laughs> Other brother, I got steak with him tomorrow. You know why? You know why I have steak with him tomorrow? Because I said so. Because on our walleye fishing trip in Canada, <laughs> he bought, he went to the store. My, my brother works for uh, 3M and he, he's got money. My whole family is extremely successful. <laughs> Unlike these fake Christians. <laughs> I mean, they are. They're all like lawyers and engineers and doctors and authors. And I mean, it's just a total success. And my, my whole family is just totally rich. They are. All of them are rich. And so he went to the store before our walleye fishing trip and bought the most expensive fillet knife in the store. It was like $300 for a fillet knife at uh, whatever sporting goods store, I forget what it was, Cabela's, at Cabela's. <laughs> so, you know, we're all just like, Nick, can I use, oh, can I use it? Can I use, yeah, his name is Nick. Can I, can I use it? And he's like, he loves me so much. He's always looked up to me. He's eight years younger than me. He's like, yeah, you can use it. And he trusted me with his $300 fillet knife. And I was the second best fish filleter up there because my cousin is a gourmet chef. So, of course, no one can touch him. He went to Hyde Park in, um, in New York, which is the top culinary school in the USA. I mean, he's total gourmet. I mean, it's the... So he could fillet stuff blindfolded backwards and it'd be on TV. I was second best. That's saying something now. But the fish, you know, you have to usually, you have to hit him in the head in the walleye. 
in order before you fillet it because otherwise it's alive and it's a mess and it has sharp scales that cut your hands up and so I, I you know I'm so smart I instead of using the club like I normally did I stab it with my bro with my brother's fillet knife right through the head goes into the cutting board and breaks the tip off in the cutting board oh man as gracious and loving as my family is he was in a rage. <laughs> he's out there chain smoking. Don't judge him, but he smokes cigarettes. He's, he's, he's a, he's a that motherfucker, that motherfucker, that fucking, fucking motherfucker. <laughs> he smoked all those Canadian cigarettes. <laughs> and, I, and, and we actually, it was so intense, you guys, that my cousin, my other brother, and I think my stepdad, we had to have a council of how to show him that how it happened so that he didn't maybe kill us. Because he was so proud of his fillet knife, guys. It was it was like the pride and joy of the fishing trip, isn't it? So after everything, I said, Nick, you know, it tested me too because I thought, man, it's not my fault. This is a piece of crap knife. It's got to be under. It's got to be under warranty. It's only a week old. It was. They gave him a brand new knife at Cabela's. They didn't have that model, but one better. Wow. So he had to spend 40 more dollars, so it's like $340. And he's like, but Brandon, you owe me a steak for that. I said, all right, deal. But only the $40, because it's warranty, and the rest of the bill you have to pay for. And no, he got serious because, you know, he doesn't have the same sense of humor I do. He's like, no, you're, you're buying the whole thing. <laughs> and so that's tomorrow. That's what I'm doing tomorrow, if any of you guys care. If there's even anybody watching this. Oh, my God. 68 people. Psalm, you know, Psalm 68, one of my favorite. That's your homework tonight. Psalm 68 and read it out loud in 150 different translations. That'll take you until Tuesday. Amen. Good night from New York. That's it. And if New York State of Mind, we're God's bringing. Um, I'll just finish the prophecy here because you had to bring, like Charlie Robinson said, a beginning, a middle, and an end. The end of New York is revival and the Kabbalah of the Kabbal is dissolved by the Son of Righteousness. Ding! And somebody said, Amen. Amen. Bless you guys. Sign up to be partners. Kick the devil in the teeth. You want to curb stomp Satan? Nothing hurts his feelings more than you give in to RLM. Especially right now in the climax of the ages after he just destroyed 50% of our ministry's finances illegally through all kinds of slander accusation. Our legal team said, well, they could have just brought any Joel's bar from the last 10 years and freaked the fuck out of push pay. <laughs> you show religious Christians put, you know, you show religious Christians Joel's bar they usually turn it off within the first five seconds. Imagine making church, you know, Hosanna, uh, these these Australian, New Zealand uh, churches, I don't even know what their denomination, Darlene Czech, you know, Hillsong's church, a uh, Joel's bar. They'd, they'd literally shit their pants. 
so it's no one's really surprised around here, remember? So, but the thing is, is we got all kinds of badass motherfuckers in the works that aren't pieces of religious shit like them that are gonna support us. Amen. And it's gonna get better and better and better as Egypt transfers into Zion, being done with all the Christian pieces of shit in the whole world. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Glory. If you want to join the RLM group, you just scan that on your phone, sign up to be a PayPal partner, kick the demon in the teeth, maybe you get a gold tooth, signs of wonders released from the sun. New York, state of mind through everyone. I prophesy revival in New York. I prophesy the dissolving of all the Kabbalah of religious sorcery and the potent sorcery, Babylon the Great, dissolving and disintegrating in all governments, in all militaries, and all economies. And God showed me a picture of Wall Street when it crashed of a stockbroker blowing his brains out on the stock market floor because that's so much they love money out there, you guys. That's so much the Antichrist loves money. They're literally going to blow their own heads off when things crash down upon him from the Son of Righteousness. So, gird thy loins. Might need to grow your stomach a little bit to stomach what's about to hit the USA, because we've been mostly fake in Disneyland around here. And uh, you can get our Glory Life app in the fall. Look at that, that's the pumpkin spice background. You like that? Hallelujah. Tuesday might be gentler, might be worse, I don't know. You know, we just flow in the Holy Ghost. Some of you need to take a break and just back off, do some soaking and vacation. I tell you what, you need to just put on the Bible and get washed in the water of the Word. Your spirit faints in the day of battle because your spirit is so weak. My spirit is so strong that it just loves it. And that's the truth anyhow. We got all this brain Christianity where it's like we judge everything by the brain and the soul. It's all fake and false. You aren't even a hero or a champion until you're tested on the battlefield in actual death combat. I mean, thousands of times. Like battling, wrestling death. The last thing to be overcome. I'm not going to do that. Well, then you're not going to be part of the government. You're not. You're going to be a nurse. You'll be somewhere else in the body. Get in where you fit in. You should have learned that in high school. <laughs> Amen. If you're scared of death and demon gods and primordial evil, gangsters, crack dealers, just stay in nursery where you're safe and secure and let the men do their job. Amen. Let the men do their job. You just do the laundry, do the dishes, keep the house clean. Men. And let the women be the Shulamite warlord and put their combat boots on in Jesus' name. Uh, see how I did that? Switch because some of you are male and female demons. Pumpkin spice latte parfum. You spray this on, I bet you get a new angel. I'm not promising anything because that'd be witchcraft. But your senses will turn golden. Because it smells like a pumpkin that grew up in the Spice Mountains of Eden. I had this person stop me the other day and just be like, Oh my God, what is that you're wearing? I said, well, yeah, that's my perfume. I'm a perfumer. Here's my card. We're having a sale right now, 10% off October 10. 
<laughs> and Angel gave me the recipe, actually. <laughs> she didn't buy anything. But we did sell Song of Solomon to Mary Land today. Wow. To a woman named Rebecca. Wow. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we're in Mary Land now, Rebecca. Yeah. Mary became a man. Yeah. Do you want to share that revelation? Oh, yeah. Hey, come up here to this part. It's a better microphone. Okay. <laughs> I love the prophetic. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Carefully. (laughs) There was a quote from that book of Thomas that Jake, I think Jake did a broadcast about before, right? Oh yeah, the Gospel of Thomas or something like that. There was some writing history thing. Anyway, it was Simon Peter was like, what about Mary Magdalene? What's she doing? This a woman? She can't go with us. Yeah, Peter's not, you love Peter, but he's kind of like quick to chop near off. Like, <laughs> just a little hasty. Don't be hasty. Don't be hasty, Peter. What's this woman gonna do? She can't, it's a woman. And then Jesus said something along the lines of that the women can become a man. <laughs> <laughs> the training board. Yeah. The one, yeah, yeah, the everything in the in the this is the game. <laughs> that um any woman who would become a man could could walk with them like that. And it was about because it was about growing the spirit because his word is the substance of eternal life, that activation. He is salvation. When he came to them, they got saved because he's God. And the river was flowing out of his mouth when he talked. And so Mary became like a man. There is no male and female in Christ. The development of the spirit. That is your apostolic calling. And they say that Mary was the apostle to the apostles. Somebody had to tell him. He appeared to her first when he rose. And sent her first to the apostles. And then they went out and did all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It's like, go tell him, Mom, I, I ain't dead. They're out there fishing for a while, I break it off now. And then there's some secret sun knowledge for you, since you like that stuff anyway, for you necromancers, sorcerers. You're like, oh, I can get some good sorcery. We're in the sun now. Okay, don't worry, I got you, I got you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Everyone wants to know, like, what is the 12, 144,000 and the 12,000 or the Benjamin and the blah, blah, blah. And all these theories and theologies and very people much smarter than me. <laughs> I'm much more educated. I can barely remember a Bible verse where it's at in the Bible, but it comes out like a river whenever I need it. So whatever. I got to see this kind of glory cloud. That does, I don't know what that counts for. That's God. But the 12,000, the 12 youth apostles of the end times standing at the gate as pearl gates in the sun. 
It's the 30, the 60, the 100. And he said in some 100. And you guys remember that word of the thousandfold. There's that thousandfold word. You can go back and study it in the RLM videos that we already have out there. But it's that ele the elect, the elite that go into that thousandfold harvest. That thousandfold return. There are out of those twelve, there's a thousandfold return on that seed that's been. I mean, the level of purification that these ones have to go through is just unheard of. The return, the purification through what you suffer and the apostolic suffering to be one of the twelve, is a thousandfold return. So you have those twelve. You know, one represent this apostle, that one the tribe of Benjamin, of this tribe, of this, you know. Out of those 12, guess what? A thousandfold, 12. You get your calculators out. You remember how to do math. You add three zeros. 12,000. You see? And then, then you put all together and then it's 144,000. I know I checked. Get your calculator on your cell phone. It's really difficult. You pretty much have to have a college degree to figure it out. But that's the then that's the mystery. That's the, the gates of the heavenly Jerusalem, Zion, glory, and I can talk about it because God has made me the gatekeeper of the sun. And that's why nobody knows about this stuff until he tells me that I can tell people about it. And you could take, and, and you don't have to be angry or jealous that we get to know cool stuff. <laughs> you can also know cool stuff. It's an Enoch calling. Yeah, it's an Enoch. My one of my main uh, angels, one of my main guardian angels is Uriel and Metatron. Oh, and there's a two other occasional ones that we talk to. But hey, that's just reality. It just is, and that's okay. You can get raptured, and, and ooh, I had some friends, like, I could tell their spirit wanted to meet a certain angel. And then the signs and the wonders start to happen. They start having interactions with these angels of the constellations. So, By the way, for those of you who do talk to stars, not every star is of the kingdom of heaven. There's a wandering stars. Test the stars if you got stars talking to you, angels talking to you, test them. Never once have I ever seen anyone or anything in the kingdom of heaven from God upset with me for testing them. When I encountered God the Father and I knew it was him, I would still test him. He was not mad about it at all. Because there's a false Jesus in the second heavens which I was commissioned to on one of our, you can check out Cosmic Cloud broadcasts that we were translating while, you know, speaking. There's a false Jesus of the second heavens who models his appearance after Achaean's accurate painting. It is an accurate painting. The prophets did not lie. That is his appearance. Achaean. 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 You know, the, the, the Jesus painting that people post. Um, it, it's true. It's accurate. But don't just think, oh, it looks like him. Oh, he acts like him. Oh, I'm a Christian or I'm in the glory. Test it. I'm telling you, especially these days, you're growing as a seer. 
they'll never be mad at you. They're actually, it's good fruit. That's good. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you once you take up the offering too? Yeah. And just explain a little bit about that. About the offering. Oh, yeah. Sowing and reaping. Yeah. I mean, the out of all these people, you see people come, you see people go. The main ones who stay with it, who don't get destroyed, who are doing really good, well, you know, other people are having a really hard time in warfare, are the people who listen to and follow the daily instructions. You'll see it a lot of times on Facebook, the daily revelations. They watch our foreign ministers regularly. They come into agreement. They kill the goat. But it's also the ones who give financially, who tithe at least 10%. You have that on autopilot. You watch the stuff. I mean, you do the instructions. It's simple. It's not some like, well, I have to like whip up a, conjure some imaginary faith. Just follow the basic instructions. That's all I did. Like, oh, well, how did you get all this Enoch and revelation and space? You're gatekeeper of the sun. I just came in and I had no idea what I was doing. I just followed the instructions. And it started for me with giving financially. Actually changing the way I talk with people and interact with them. I changed my, Bob Jones, keep your conversation right. Keep your conversation right, keep your heart right. Less the eyes, less the flesh, pride of life. All the, you know, that's like, we've talked about this before. The one thing that everyone that's entered into the revelation of the sun has in common is that revelation of counterfeit agape in the counterfeit way. They reject it, they kill it, you sacrifice it, it feels like you're sacrificing your ability to love as a spirit. As soon as you do that, it's just follow the basic instructions. God asks you to make your house look nice, make it look nice, whatever. Easy and light. <laughs> it's like, wake up, oh, what do I do? I have to get in the stars somewhere. Tithe watch the shows, read your Bible, love your family, go to work and do your job, get a job. <laughs> this is what you do, check your notes every day. This is one of the number one things I do to keep me on track, it's helping me keep more solid in the flow of revelation and experiencing in the heavenlies. Make notes on your phone or on a paper. Sit quiet and listen, what are my instructions? Or when you read the Bible or when you watch a show and it pings like that, Oh, that's what I need to do? Write it down. In the mornings, what are your mornings typically supposed to look like? What are the ongoing projects that you're supposed to be working on? Skills that you're supposed to be developing? You know, does he want you meditating for a little bit? Does he want you, the number one thing for you is get your house in order, get organized, prepare. If a hundred thousand people come in right now, are, you know, what do you have to have prepared for that, you know? So you'll be ready. So that's all. Sowing and reaping. You give into the message, you receive the prophet, you receive the prophet's reward. Amen. My Kushite wife has been through a lot. She really deserves a lot of honor. Not an easy assignment, a lot of misunderstanding, a lot of persecution. It's been uh, been awesome. That's the only way that the mature apostolic is formed, and that's what you have in Red Letter Ministries. And that's what RLM TV will be. A demonstration through all the internet, through the world wide web and television. We will own a satellite. 
In the future, we'll have our own satellite. <laughs> what do you think about that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is greater than God TV. Something greater than God TV is here. RLM TV. It's true. Ask the Holy Ghost. Ask the Archangels. Ask the Heavenly Sanhedrin. The manifest sons of God. It ain't pride. It ain't narcissism. It's the truth anyhow. It is absolute humility to agree with the truth of what God the Father has said and agreeing with the Father in your destiny is confidence and not pride. If you call confidence pride, you're a blasphemer. All that's getting whacked, completely whacked out of the earth. People are going to have new stardom. A lot of this warfare is for the stardom. Like Snoop Doggy Dog, Dr. Dre, all the crap you see in the news every day. What Tom Brady's marriage? Like, who gives a crap about gazelle? Let's go hunting. What a joke. You know, it's all this stupid crap, fake poser entertainment of just nobodies that have no depth of spirit at all. We're gonna have real TV. Dire straits, motherfuckers. Yeah. I want my MTV. Then you can go fuck yourself. Amen. <laughs> Glory. I'll see you guys Tuesday.